0: Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And this is episode 369, The Last of Us. So I thought of calling this The Last, uh, the last of Times, The Best of Times. <laughs> I was like, that's really dumb. And I want people to click on it. So it's The Last of Us. Um, where Pedro still refuses to wear a mask. I feel like he's anti-mask. <laughs> I didn't realize he was so based. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Anyway. uh, All right. So this week on the podcast, we are reviewing season one, episode one of The Last of Us. Uh, Cobra Kai season six news, Mandalorian news, DC Studios news, because we can't get enough of that, apparently. Uh, Tron news, Disney and the Chinese Communist Party news and um, Gotham Knights, and I'm using air quotes here, good people, Robin News, Um, and then we'll talk about The Last of Us at the end there. Anyway, Daryl, how are you today, sir? I'm doing
1: very well. How are you doing?
0: I am well. It is Friday when we're recording this. Um, Yeah, it's been a kind of a boring week.
1: Nothing's really happened this week, hasn't it? Yes, it it? It has been a really (laughs) weird week. Um, In everything, actually yeah in, in, oh by the in, way uh, i know i know most people that listen to this don't aren't michigan fans but their co-offensive coordinator just got fired for some type of cyber access crimes and before you think about it and before you say it, no it's not anything to do with kitties but uh illegal access of some sort to a computer that was not his or he's probably changing
0: the the grades
1: of the
0: dummies who play for the university of michigan <laughs> so they can stay eligible
1: Otherwise, you know, yeah, yeah. We I don't think we'll ever get the full story, but yeah, that just happened like yeah. an hour ago. I, saw I mean, that.
0: there's not a lot of like high IQ, football, high IQ football on that team.
1: Bite your tongue. It's I the mean, University of Michigan.
0: They got blown out by TCU. Blown out by six whole points, dude. That that, that was not indicative of what a blowout that was,
1: dude. Really? Are you really going to go there? <laughs> 65 to 7, that's a blowout. No, I mean, that's not even a blowout. No, that's, 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 that's not a, even a
0: blowout. That's a, that's a crime scene. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not like Appalachian State or anything. I mean, TCUs, they're okay. They're no App State.
1: I know where you live. <laughs> Do you? It's been a while. <laughs> Do I have to start singing, uh, it's been a while? Um, is been... that Nickelback? Or is that stain? No, stain. 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 I was,
0: I wasn't sure. So, um, anyway, so did we talk? Were, were we thinking about talking about the whole Stephen Crowder Daily Wire thing?
1: I uh, I never texted you back uh, about that to earlier. I was gonna say I really was wanting to talk about it, and then after today, I j- I'm just like seeing okay. everything. I'm so done with it. So. Yeah, so we're not
0: gonna like, we're not gonna get too into that, but I will say this after listening to uh, Candace Owens on Timcast IRL last night, I have decided to part way with my Daily Wire subscription because of the way she acted. Not because I think they were wrong or anything like that, but specifically the way she acted is like, great. Thank you, Candace. You saved me money.
1: Yes, I did see uh, a couple different clips from her, which yeah, and we talked about it this yeah. morning. I mean you can tell me if I'm it's, overreacting
0: it's, or not, but like
1: Well, it, it's I don't know necessarily I'm not gonna say overreacting. Uh, I wouldn't I think I would step away just because I one, I haven't used it, and two, it's I, I mean we I never even that,
0: watched the Gina Carano like Cowboy movie. Yeah, I, I know I had that queued up. Two we were, days gonna, ago we were I, gonna we were gonna we were gonna review it. <laughs> yeah. Like I made it's this, just something. I made the show notes for it and everything and then we never bothered
1: i i honestly think that i j- I've just felt a little bit of a difference with a couple of the key players and that over the last year or so uh yeah. brett cooper's still really cool i, yeah. I like her stuff uh I, you know it's not for everyone i, I do andrew clavin sometimes is hilarious yeah. I'm, I'm up and down on michael knowles i'm uh, completely always ambivalent been. to michael
0: knowles like yeah um, like i got his second book which was interesting um but yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. What really started to turn me off was when Jeremy Boring complained about not being able to just talk to Blue check marks when Twitter Blue launched. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh,
1: so you're no different than AOC. Yeah. It, that, and that's what stuff like that. That's what I mean by it. It's just, yeah, I don't know. it. I know people change and, yep. you know, sometimes it's sort of good for sometimes it's like laterally and sometimes it's not for the good not saying that i'm just saying that that's what i'm just i've just felt that the last year or so yeah i hear you so all right so
0: let's hop right into it after that elongated impromptu 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 Impromptu, i don't want to talk about it. impromptu we're not talking about it but here we go anyway all right (laughs) cobra kai is coming back for season six soon. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> there's no date, but it's coming back, and it will be the final showdown of Cobra Kai. Um, Netflix launched a, uh, a little teaser about that uh, today, a few hours ago, um, as of recording. Uh, links are in the show notes to it. it. There's nothing new other than the voiceover. It's all just clips from, from all the past seasons, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, it also really highlighted how the quality of production for season 5 was definitely the worst production quality of the entire mm-hmm.
1: run of the show yeah i think we talked about that during we didn't our that's the thing like, like we, but we normally do we normally we that. do talk about
0: how nice it looks and we didn't talk about it i went back and like listened and i was like yeah we didn't talk about anything mm-hmm. about the look and feel of the show
1: so oh, I, I, but yeah I don't know why I thought we would like not necessarily on uh, just on the podcast, but even outside of it. Yeah. I thought that was something that we mentioned, but to to one another. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I I do like the fact that it has it's coming to an end because as much yeah. as I've liked it, I, I think the there's a little bit of shine off of the magic for me, even though I still love the show. Sure. It just it's one of those things that it. I think it's it's absolutely run its course and just go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Give us, you know, give us ten more episodes that we'll remember, and then we'll just, yeah, you know, we'll just remember this show for a long time. Yep. But, yeah. But I'm I'm glad they have a they're able to wrap it up without yeah. having to get that cancel bomb. Right. I mean, that is the Netflix way. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's been a great show. Uh, we've both been huge fans all along and it, it is sad to see it go, but at the same time, like let's send it out with a bang. Yes. So, um, all right, cool. So see, that was quick and easy. <laughs> um, all right. Mandalorian season three also had a trailer drop this week. Um, I watched the trailer. It looked pretty good. Um, I'm still, it's still not enough for me to resubscribe to Disney. So if it's really, really good, I'm just going to have to steal your password. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I I really want to, I don't know. Anyway.
1: Uh, but the trailer looked all right. I, the parts I loved are like anything with the Mando Mando's in it, and I don't mean just Mando himself, but there were a couple with, uh, like the death watch folks, uh, they were like... And then there were... I think they must have been... I don't know if they were flashbacks or not with the, the Jedi. It's probably flashbacks. So they showed
0: a scene... There, There's a meme out there that shows a scene from um, Revenge of the Sith. And then Grogu's flashback from Book of Boba Fett. And then that scene. So it could be mm-hmm. Grogu's escape from Coruscant.
1: Okay. So, But I... Yeah, I really I, I really like the look of it. Although again, we get we only get clips. I know I had some issues with season two and their their overuse of the volume at times where it's, yeah. it just looks like, a, you know, it looks like one of those video games in the sense of everything looks beautiful, but it looks fake in the sense it doesn't look lived in. Right. And so but overall, I you know I'm curious to see what where they go with this story, and I know if we're going to probably get that more of the was dark overuse,
0: saber. I would say, do not watch Book of Boba Fett, then, because talk about no. overuse of the volume in a world that
1: looks yes. plastic and fake. Book of <laughs> Boba Fett was, in that regard, yeah. was absolutely terrible. Right? Terrible. Right?
0: Ter- as as Sir Charles would say, terrible, 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 terrible. Um. Yeah, so they also announced the six. They, okay, so they they said they have they've announced the six directors. Um, there are eight episodes, so there's still still two spots to to be accounted for. Um, but the the directors are returning: uh, Rick Famo, Fakuyama. I don't know how you say it. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. They're both returning. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, who we consider the best director from the lot of all of these, because yes. her four episodes between the first two seasons and then the uh, the Book of Bova Fett have been the best. Um, and then Black Panther cinematographer Rachel Morrison, Minari filmmaker Lee Isaac Chung. That was the, the Farmer movie with Glenn from The Walking Dead. Um, yeah. And then when Carl Weathers it. is going to direct. And I thought he directed one last season, but it looks like he didn't. I don't know where I got that from. Oh, he wrote. Oh, no, he did direct one last season. Okay. Never mind. So, yeah, he's returning to direct another episode. He directed uh, The Siege last season, which was a good one. So Okay. Um, actually, the only one that was really bad for me was The Passenger, where Grogu was eating the, the fish eggs and killing the babies.
1: Oh, where like yeah. everybody went crazy. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, and then <laughs> um, you know, everything that was Book of Boba Fett was bad. Um, which a lot of people considered Mando season two point five. Uh all right, go on, let me get back to my article there. All right. So it's also um into the spider verse director, Peter or uh it's just says into the spider verse is Peter Ramsey. I don't know if he's a director. He didn't direct it because it was directed by Lord and Miller. No, it was
1: um yeah, it was by those two. Let's see what is was he producer on in or something. I'm
0: checking. I'm checking. Uh, he directed. It says directed by. All right. So he was a storyboard artist on Panic Room, Minority Report, uh, Adaption, um, The Nick Nolte, which is really really good. Uh, Hulk, Ang Lee's Hulk, Spartan, Shark Tale, Flushed Away, Shrek the Halls. Um, so he did it, he's done a bunch of that, but then he directed uh he's directed Monsters vs. Alien Monsters versus Aliens, Mutant Pumpkins from Outer Space, Rise of the Guardians. That was actually a really good animated movie. Um he's got yeah, the directed by for into the spider verse So it looks like maybe Oh, it was just written by Phil Lord. It was it was produced by Lord and Miller. Okay. okay. Um but he was one of three directors in there. Anyway, so uh, him and um, like I said, Bryce Dallas Howard is the last one. So that that leaves still two spots. Um, I do think it's interesting that they do not have a white man directing any of this stuff. If Favreau and Filoni aren't directing two episodes,
1: yeah, and that's and I know you we and were this talking gets about me this concerned
0: because it's Disney's diversity over quality
1: yeah so we were talking about it off air about feloni because I, I brought that up when you first told me about this and i that was the first thing i said is like well does that mean he's back and then you mentioned again where they're they're doing ahsoka as well right. so is he just focused on that and that's the reason that they don't have him direct in one of the I, I could absolutely see that being the case too or some one of these directors is directing more than one episode it, yeah, not sure how it's going to be, but like like I said, Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm ex- yeah, you know, I'm excited. I mean, if to they're going to give Bryce,
0: if they're going to give Bryce three episodes, like I'm good with that.
1: Oh, I'm all for it. I mean, yeah. let let her direct. For that.
0: You know, forty five percent of the of the episodes. I like. <laughs> I, I don't think you could ask for for anything better. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. So we'll see. Um. John Favreau is writing the first episode, so he wrote the first. He wrote the first four of season one, and then Dave Filoni, and then um, Christopher Yost and Rick Famawaya, I I, I really wish I knew how to say his last name, um, wrote The The Prisoner, which was a great episode. Um, It's where Matt Lanter, the voice of Anakin Skywalker, got killed, and then Favreau wrote the last two, and then Favreau wrote all of the episodes except for the one Dave Filoni wrote which was the Jedi, which was the introduction of Ahsoka, and then um, The Believer, which was Rick um, ep- uh episode where they went and got Bill Burr from the Garbage Planet and uh, went to let Lumpy take his face out of the mask.
1: Did you say Lumpy?
0: Yeah, I said Lumpy. So um, anyway, so we'll see. I mean, it's got Pascal back or yeah, he's back. Obviously, um, you got Grogu back, Katie Sackhoff, um, Amy Sedaris, Carl Weathers is back, Emily Swallow, which rare is back and uh, Giancarlo Esposito is back as, um, as the bad guy. I can't think of his Moff name. Gideon. You know, Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon. It completely <laughs> slipped my head as I was about to say it. I was like, I was like, as Gus Fring. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know if Filoni's going to be involved much with this season because of uh of Ahsoka, but I don't know. We'll see. I think, I think I'm going to let you watch the first one. And you tell me if it's something that we're going to handle. We're going to handle stuff moving forward like we handled The Last of Us. Is Daryl is going to watch it, and then he's going to decide if it's worth reviewing. Yes. And then he's going to have to weigh, if it's bad, how much he's going to have to deal with me complaining.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. And
0: he's going to have to give me passwords to whatever it is if I don't have it.
1: Uh, that's 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 yeah that's going to be a tough one to balance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well actually it's not if it's a if it's not good if, if it's a good one or that's going to be like you know six in one hand half a dozen the other right we'll see right
0: <laughs> all right let's uh let's move on to the next story um chris pratt is probably going to appear in the dc universe says james Gunn. Um, I think he's going to bring over Batista, too. Uh, I think he's actually talked about bringing over a lot of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Um, like, Palm has already shown up, I think, in something. Maybe not. I thought
1: she was. Uh, I know she's going to be in the new Mission Impossible movie.
0: I know. I saw that. Um, well, let me see. I thought she showed him in something, DC. I might be wrong. Yeah, she's in the Suicide Squad. She was one of the dancers. Oh, so, okay. But she is in uh, both Mission <clears throat> Impossible movies. Um, anyway, uh, that being said, um, I we were we were talking about this about who he could play, and I, I think if they're gonna go with the Hal Jordan. They can do a Hal Jordan, but he's going to have to play it like he played the terminal List, which is what we talked about. Yeah. Um, if they want him to be that slap, happy, go lucky, he could be Wally West.
1: But I don't know if he's that kind of wacky. Yeah. And also, it's that would kind of go against what they've been talking about mm-hmm. for... Because I would think they would be uh, – Hal Jordan would be a character you could see a more mature character. Yeah. I would think if they did Wally West, they would yeah. want a younger actor. Sure. For he that. could
0: be Booster Gold because Michael, Michael yeah. Carter is a little older. Um, That would be a good one. I told you if he wants to go super serious and they want to do something dark, having him play the question would make me very happy. Uh, <laughs> so –
1: yeah, and, and I, yeah, I yeah. know absolutely jack about the question. So. And,
0: and, you know, he, I mean, you'd have to cover his face with with the mask, but it would still be really, really great to see him in that kind of a dark, gritty detective role, especially after what we just saw on the terminal list. Yeah. Um, and I think he could really dig into it because the question is a little bit of an anti-hero. So... So was a little bit anti-hero the question I mean he's not a bad guy but he starts with the imagination but he, he's not above like smacking a smacking a bitch up like if he's not giving him what he wants <laughs> you know like it's like tell me what I want and the guy's like no and he's like swear to me uh, <laughs> ow that hurt <laughs> I don't know why I continue to do that because it hurts me every time I do it because um, <laughs> I'm Batman uh, So, yeah, I mean, like, I don't see him being... A, I, I know he could play Batman, Bruce Wayne. I just don't see him in that role. Uh, I definitely don't want him as Superman. Just, no thank you. Uh, How Jordan works, Booster Gold works. He could be Ted Cord. Ted Cord would work as well for the original, or, well, the second Blue Beetle. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, they're doing Jaime Reyes as Blue Beetle. So maybe Ted is going to show up and be, like, a mentor for... for You know, Jaime before, uh, before his untimely death, that would be, that would be a really interesting thing to do is put Chris Pratt in the movie and then kill him. You know, not ideal, you know, not ideal for, for one of the best box office draws in the last 10 years, but you know, it could bring some credence to the movie and, and depending on how well that movie goes, um, because the third blue beetle has always been Hispanic and is a great character, um they don't have to worry so much about the diversity Olympics and, and how, how diverse they can go with, with the diversity of everything. The diversity. <laughs> yeah. It's like the happening, like, Oh God, exactly. Because it's, it's just all like, you know, about like just killing, like, you know how the trees were killing the people in the movie. This is about yeah. the, the wokeness killing the IPs in reality. Okay. Yeah. So um there's that. Anyway, I don't know. I like I'm, I'm I'm down with this. Um Batista on the other hand, like
1: maybe blockbuster? I could see him as blockbuster.
0: Like like he could be a pretty decent villain. And uh against Nightwing, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Um cuz he's big, he doesn't have to move. Too much, like he could actually get bigger, which I don't I don't think would be an issue for him. Um I don't know. We just watched Stupor over the weekend again. Well, it was like the second time for me, it was the first time for Jen. And like he's really good in that. Like he does have he does have comedic chops when it's like yeah in moderation, but he was also you know the straight man to um Camille um, being the, the comic, you know, the comic uh mm-hmm. but that did have show killer, Natalie Morales in it. (laughs) Show killing. Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, she is the female Eric Balfour. So, all right. Um, so yeah, Chris Pratt, DC studios, put him in a DC movie. We're here for it. All right, let's move on to the next one, which I didn't even know this was happening until you sent this to me. And I was kind of disappointed in myself. Um, Disney's moving on Tron Eris. Um uh Yocum? Is that how you say that? Joakum? Yeah, I was struggling I'm gonna with go with Yokum Ronin, Ronin, uh, and talks to helm, Jared Leto in Sci-Fi sequel. Uh so Tron is back online, as they say here, um, with Deadline through the dish, which is their their thing um and they hear so like this is to me this is rumor but it's deadline so like i'm less like oh well this is this is fake but um i guess the norwegian filmmaker did um maleficent mistress of evil and pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales um and he just wrapped the daisy ridley young woman in the sea is that a remake of the old man in the sea no, it's a based. Oh, on the it's the story. first woman to swim across the English Channel. <laughs> okay. Oh man, if that was it, yeah. yeah. I mean, you I, never know nowadays. Yeah, though. that's so, the thing. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I'm bummed that they're not bringing Garrett Headland back. That that bummed me too. Tron, so that Tron Legacy is low key one of my top fifteen movies. My one of my top fifteen favorite movies of all time.
1: Dude, it took me four times to watch it because I kept falling like, you know, you know about the whole falling asleep You pulled a I mean, me because I did that. Yeah, with, I, would, I, I would, did that
0: with The Last of Us last night.
1: Yeah, I kept trying to watch it, though, at like 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was back in, when it came out in t- 2010 or 11 or whatever. And I just kept falling asleep on it. And I finally when I finally watched it all the way through, I was like, dude, I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. OK, Um
0: so, young woman, in the C isn't slotted yet, but it's been testing strong. So he could be freed up to direct. Like, I mean, they could they could start filming this like pretty soon. Um, the script is by Jesse Wigato. Um, let's look up young Jesse Wigato here. And let's see, what are they best known for writing? Ugly naked people, sweet friggin' daisies. It runs in the family. The prince, um, he wrote an early version of the screenplay for the new Crow movie. The adventures. This is an entry level dude. Ah, I was about to say this sounds like Marvel. The Disney way. What they do with the Marvel, the MCU. So, yeah, there's a there's a lot of um. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have a picture of this dude on IMDb. I don't even know if it's a dude. They don't even have... They just said Jesse Wigaton is known for... It runs in the family, the Crow, and Tron Aris. Two of those things have yet to come out. Wow. All right, let's see if there's any images of this Joker. Okay, it's a guy. He looks like Sam Bankman-Fried.
1: Okay, here it is. Jesse Wigato, Thomas the Tank Engine wiki. Mm. Or I found him under. So, yeah.
0: Well, there's a picture of him next to Descender, like the Descender comic book by Jeff Lemire and uh, Dustin Nguyen. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, if they make that, that'd be so great. All right. Oh, this was like from 2016. He was uh, tapped to write it. So, yeah. No, that's not happening. Oh. In terms of, yeah. That that article that I just pulled up about that is from our old stomping grounds at sciencefiction.com. RIP.
1: Oh. <laughs> so it also says he was writer for Aragon. Yeah, I did I did you say that?
0: that? Uh, no, I missed that one. That's not in his, yeah, IMDb. That was from that's not in his
1: IMDb, though. Okay. So, uh, okay, this is weird. Why isn't that in his IMDb? I don't know. But anyway, it, again, back just yep. to the point, it's uh, not what I would call a very seasoned writer. When I say seasoned, I mean good, a lot of stuff and some good stuff. So make of that what you will. I will make nothing one of producer, it, and I will like yeah. it. I know it's that Justin Springer, one of the producers from the first movie, is back along with uh, Leto and his partner, and another character that's yeah. going to be producing this. Sure. Jeffrey Silver, his partner, his Paradox partner, Emma Ludbrook. Those are the, going to be the producers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And
0: so, we'll see. It just Here's seems like thing. a long
1: time. It's been a long time coming.
0: Yeah, but it was but. a long time between Tron and Tron Legacy. So, and, and Tron well, Legacy played very well into that. They played very, very well into that. Yeah. So, no, they did. All right, um, I'm not complaining about this. Uh, I don't, again, it's Disney, so I'm not sure what my appetite will be to actually see or support this, even though Tron is one of my all-time favorite IPs. Um, you know, it's going to be, is it going to fall on that 40% where I'll spend money on things for people who hate me? Um, which that, that like, it used to be, like, 49%, and now, you know, it's 60 40 Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. Um, I have bated breath. We'll just put it that way. All right. So next up, (laughs) you shared this with me. And when I, when I saw this first, I rolled my eyes. Second, I said that tracks. And then when I read it, I was like, (laughs) that really tracks. Um, okay. So this is from bounding. So again, we have to take it with a grain of salt, but report, the Walt Disney, but it is from, from John F. Trent. So I, I do take it with like less grains of salt. Um, report the Walt Disney Company and Marvel Studios to educate actors in order to placate communist China. Let me repeat that. Placate communist China. This is the company that thanked the security guards at a concentration camp Where Uyghur Muslims are killed, they are slaves, and they have their organs harvested and sold to people in the Middle East. And I know I sound crazy right now, but it is true, and you can look it all up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so here. A new report claims that the Walt Disney Company and Marvel Studios have been educating their actors. See, if they just stopped right there, I'd be like, thank you, Marvel and Disney, for educating (laughs) these retards. But no. Uh, So... (laughs) So let me start over. A new report claims that the Walt Disney and Marvel Studios uh, will be will be educating actors and executives in order to play, placate communist China to ensure the release of future films in country. Um, the report comes from the Hollywood reporters Kim Masters and Alex Weppering as they covered an investiga- investigator. An investor, Investor thank you, battle inside Walt Disney Company pitting CEO Bob Iger against former Marvel executive Ike Perlmutter, which is hilarious, and hedge fund manager Nelson Peltz, um, who want want a seat on the Disney board. Amid the reports, Masters and Wellprint claim that the future Marvel films will not feature any Chinese villains, but the talent will be well-schooled to watch their words. All right, here's my question. 'Cause it they announced that Black Panther Wakanda for Never and the Wasp and Ant Man Quantumania have secured theatrical releases in China. What did they cut out of Wakanda for Never? Oh, we know what they cut out of that. Well, I didn't see it, so I'm asking, what did they cut out of it?
1: Oh well, I haven't seen it yet either, but there was or did there, they already do that? But there was a moment uh There's, the, there's lesbian uh, stuff in uh, there. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lesbian kiss or something like which that, which of I'd, itself
0: not a big deal. Now, considering they probably like crafted the whole movie just to get that kiss in, like they did the Rise of Skywalker. Great, mm-hmm. um, you know. And then as for the Wasp and Ant Man, Quantumania, like who knows what's happening with that movie? It hasn't even come out yet. Um, but the last movie that the last Marvel movie that got released over there was uh, No Way Home. Yeah. So even, even though Dr. Strange almost made a billion dollars, it did so without the help of the Chinese box office.
1: Yeah. So, uh, um, so no, you want to keep going? it. In yeah. The, so I'll, these are I'll, the first I'll, I'll,
0: I'll two. Yeah. These are the first two, uh, titles from phase four to screen in China. Um, it's been since 2019. Uh, so it says here, YouTuber commentator, yellow flash, Um, On the report indicating that Marvel and Disney stars will be educated to not offend, Communist China saying, what a loser move this is. (laughs) He continues, it's always Disney that does this ish. Disney that does this shit. Disney is always willing to step back. This is all about making as much money as possible. And, you know, I would rather these companies not do this and not bend the knee to a country because they don't really like us um
1: no it's not they don't really like us. yeah they hate us they hate us but here's Let's the thing get Disney hates us too yes yes and it, it's funny because you know I said I didn't want to talk about the Crowder thing but part of that came uh, reminded me of this where it's like basically you have all this money in front of you what is it worth to you is, is it worth to you compromising yourself what and we know the answer for Disney we know the answer. They don't care about comprom- compromising right. themselves if they can make a lot. Uh, granted, it's a lot of people that like, I'm not going to just point out Disney. There are a whole hell of a lot of people that don't mind compromising themselves for money, right? And everybody's not like that, right? And to fact that, and again, a lot of these actors, like, what do you call them? Vessels. What do you Empty call them Vessels. Actors? Yeah, husks. so they're going to be like the PCs and go 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 with this. Yeah, you know they are. There's well, not going to be. I mean, look at John well, Cena.
0: Like John Cena is called out in this article oh. for his niha China. Like, don't like Taiwan's not a country, even though I said it was a country, even though it is a country, even though you separated from China when you left Taiwan behind to go be communist. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, fuck John
1: Cena. By I, the way, I um, I still remember that, and yeah. I I almost thought somebody we was talked about with it. Yeah, he looked like, like dude, he had someone a holding gun a to... gun to him.
0: Like I think someone was underneath the frame and they had like a gun with a silencer, just like nestled up into his taint. And they were like, "We will just <laughs> blow your nuts right off if you don't say this in as perfect Mandarin as you possibly can." That was one of the most pathetic things I had ever seen. He's pathetic. Like I mean, like he used yeah. to be. He's a guy who refused to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Because of the crimes, the the human the human rights violations and stuff like that. And then he bends mm-hmm. the knees to a country
1: that is considerably worse. I was about to say, yeah, they are yes. What you started off this segment with. Infinitely worse. They are horrid people. And when I say they, we're talking about the communist China government. If you know, if 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 you're confused. Mm-hmm. That is just i mean get just like most countries it's the government uh so the the fact that they're doing this like you said it tracks for disney it's a pathetic move they are pathetic people yeah yes. what yeah. else can you it, say about it's this? just
0: it's ridiculous so um but let's 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 move to the next story real quick so we can we can have a little more time to talk about uh the last of us um They're not the only people who are pathetic because we also got a first look at the CW Gotham Knights cast where they have recast and erased yet another Ginger and they've replaced Carrie Kelly. Or, well, they've sorry, Carrie Kelly has been cast, um, as they put it here, uh, a redhead, she was reimagined for Gotham Knights. As a young lady of color, is played by Nivea Robinson, known for her roles on the Disney Channel's *Ravens Home* and Netflix's *Free Rain*. Um, I do also want to point out, because we were talking about this, that they recast, or well, they cast Harper Rowe with Fallon Smythe, who is also um, a lady of color. And Harper Rowe is also not a uh, not a person of color, Um, but Harper Rowe is a lesbian, so. Who knows what's gonna happen there? I, uh, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I like we, when I saw Misha Collins was cast as Harvey Dent. I'm like, I'm out. I'm good. I like that guy no. was good as, um, as uh, what's his name? Cas, Castiel. Casper Castiel Castiel Castiel, yeah, sorry. Castiel. Um, because he was a husk playing a husk
1: well so this is the thing like, i i actually ha- i don't think i've ever seen him in anything else i know he's been in stuff but i don't recall ever seeing him in anything else yeah when i just checked out of this as reading the whole batman is dead thing and then yeah. Yeah. seeing this trailer my god this looks horrible it i mean this looks as bad as anything you've seen on the cw mm-hmm. this like this is batwoman this looks batwoman bad right it's it, it's absolutely going to fail and just so tired of i mean it is cw doing it's, it's not even just cw doing this stuff this wb we just talked about marvel this yeah. we how many times have they gender bent race bent all this shit yeah it's again this and going back to the whole james gunn peter saffron the whole DC, dcu whatever they're going to do with this Unfortunately, yep. to get all this crap off the air, Superman and Lois may have to Dude, take yes. it on. Su- the-
0: Superman and Lois has to go to get this stuff off, and like it sucks because we love it. It's our, it's one of our favorite shows collectively. But I mean, yeah, like this show is so far out there. the The main character is Turner Hayes. Son of billionaire philanthropist Bruce Wayne. After his father's murder, Turner forges an unlikely uh, alliance with the children of Batman's enemies as they are all accused of killing the Dark Knight. He is an original character from Gotham Knights. He was created exclusively for the series as another adopted son of Bruce Wayne the Batman, so they don't have to pay royalties to the people who created these characters. Yes. And yes, I sound aggro right there because I am aggro. This is ridiculous. They, they are just, they are, they are, they are ridiculous. It is, it is just not. Yeah. No, no. I mean, Titans is bad enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like I enjoy Titans now because, uh, You know, I've been watching it like I don't hate watch it or anything like that. Like I actually enjoyed this last season for the most part, but Titans is not a good show. This is not this. This is going to be this is going to be worse than Batwoman.
1: Oh, absolutely. it is. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, On bounding. I'm just reading the first going back to the whole Carrie Kelly thing. Yeah. The first comment. The ginger side continues. Yep. So,
0: oh, and apparently they have someone named Anna Lore playing Stephanie Brown. So Stephanie and Harper are going to be a couple. Just calling on that one right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. No, I'm I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good on this. Like, we don't need.
1: This is again. This is just garbage shit from creatively bankrupt people. Yes. That's all we have to say. That's all. That's what this is. Yeah. That's all we need to say about it. Yeah
0: yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah so so sad it's uh it's really sad how far like all of this has has fallen all right um the last of us let's just knock it out out of five useless batteries. what do you give season one episode one of the last of us on hobo max
1: a strong start uh, I gave it a three and a half out of five mm-hmm it had some great moments. I mean, straight from the game. There are a couple of things I didn't think they needed to do. There wasn't anything like spectacular, I would say from it, but I thought it, I, you know, from, for a, for a pilot show, I, this was a good start. Yeah. So I went three out
0: of five. Um, I didn't finish the game because I, I liked the Mm -hmm. story of the game and I think I might go back and watch all the cutscenes on YouTube. Um, that had been like spliced together as like a little movie. I did not like the gameplay of the game.
1: Yes. And that's that's one of those things when I was, we were talking the other day, I agree with. It was not one of those that the gameplay, that type of gameplay is not really fun for me. The only thing that was fun about the gameplay is when you had to go stealth, but everything else was just felt clunky and just just wasn't really fun. It was just, for me, it was the narrative, the story, the voice acting yeah. that kept me playing it.
0: Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm more discerning as you. If the game, if if the whole like thing doesn't catch me, I'm like, yeah, no, we're good here. Um,
1: <laughs> so oh, I've had a lot of games where I've done that. So.
0: I mean, like the what the Spider-Man game. Like literally, all I do is like find the highest buildings to jump off of and like shoot my web out at the very last second, and then like get major <laughs> speed and like do like get extra points for all like the flips and and moves and stuff. Um, yeah. So. Uh, just real quick, this, uh, if, if you haven't watched it, we're not, we can't not spoil it. So hit pause, come back later. Um, I, I will say, I did not care for the opening scene uh, with uh, with Badiatis and the other scientist and Big Head from Silicon Valley talking about. I love that you said Badiatis. Talking about how, like, a, a fungus can, you know, could live in a human cell. So, you know, I mean, obviously, this fungus came from bats in a wet market somewhere. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, like, like, they went on for far too long. And the thing that caught me is it's 1968. It pans through the audience. There's, like, an Indian guy, a bunch of black ladies. You know, like, it's like, this is 1968 in a television audience.
1: This is not 1998. This
0: is not. This isn't even 1968. Like you know, um, oh no, it was 68. I mean, it's like it's not 1978. It's not you know like things yeah. like that were not happening then, right? It's like okay. Just look at the
1: old game shows from that time. Just pay attention to detail,
0: please. At yeah. least everyone was smoking back then. That was something.
1: Yeah, which um, is that's always yeah, right. That was that's
0: definitely accurate. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kind of go through like. The things that struck me as weird for this, okay? Um, okay. It's, it's close to the game, which I really did enjoy. Um, one, Diego Luna, get a skincare routine, dude. Like, I had to go and look up and make sure that was you playing Tommy. Um, even though I knew it was I, you playing Tommy, Daryl didn't know it was you because you don't have a skincare routine, obviously, and you're looking old, bro. <laughs> I, um. Anna Torv. I hope it's makeup, but you too are looking old, bro. Um
1: so you you're looking
0: old, bro. It, it's it, it like like Anna Torv looked great in Mindhunters. Like it was like yeah, hello nurse. Um and she's not like you know, her acting is like she as Tess, I, actually I really liked her character. Um, especially when um Patrick or whatever the guy um, from. No,
1: it, it's it's Gabriel Luna, not Diego Luna.
0: Oh, sorry, Gabriel you're right, Luna. Gabriel Luna. Gabriel Luna, who still. was yeah, who still, was like, who I... was Ghost Rider, Diego Luna. Yeah, yes. So who was Ghost Rider in Shield? Di- Gabriel Luna. Thank you, Diego Luna is is um, Cassie Andor. Um, still, it like your point but, remains. But though, Gabriel, like, Luna, it's... bro, skincare routine. If you smoke, stop because you know, like, like, yeah. Um, maybe you're just out in the sun too much. I I don't know what's going on, but you are not an old man. You, how old is he? Let me see here. It doesn't even say how old he is. That's a bad sign. But like, I mean, there's a picture of him on his Wikipedia from 2019. He looks like he's in his like maybe mid twenties. Right. Um, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I did like him as Tommy though. I'm like, you know, all joking aside. Uh, I did think he played the role pretty well and I'm excited to see where we go with him moving forward. Um, and then seeing, um, Oh God, I cannot remember the actor's name to save my life now. Um, Oh, what was his name? Brendan Fletcher. Having Brendan Fletcher show up, um, I thought was really a nice touch because we like Brendan Fletcher. Um, yeah. As uh, Patrick or Robert or I don't, you know, again, I don't, I don't remember the name, I don't really care. Um, he didn't last very long. <laughs> so we, uh, we we sat down to watch this last night uh, and Jen and I and like Nico Parker came out uh, as Sarah and um jen's like this girl is gonna be an a-list star i'm like not so fast (laughs) because she was assuming like this was the girl who's like the lead female of the show
1: oh (laughs) and uh, because she
0: hasn't played the game and then we're sitting there watching it and like at christmas her brother like made me play like the first part of the game where, where sarah dies um because he was trying to show jen and his mom like how heartbreaking it was and everything um and it's like, yeah, I guess, but you had uh, the the guy who who uh, what is it, Craig Mazan. He's like, well, the game deaths aren't as bad because they're just pixels. Like, the 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 real sad part is when it's it's actors playing the part who die. It's like they're still pixels on a TV, dude. They're, they're, anyway, see people like
1: that you don't listen to because they're right? stupid. Oh but, yeah, they're, it's yeah. Just like, wow, you 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 dumb. Um. Yeah, fun fact about Nico Parker, and yeah. I told you this, and I kept looking at her like, why does she look familiar? That's Sandy Newton's daughter. Yeah, that's what you said, which is great. I mean, because she looks
0: just like yeah, her and, mom. And I mean, you know what? Yeah. She probably is going to be a star. And to be honest, what they should have done is had Bella Ramsey play Sarah so she can go get whatever is afflicting her taken care of and had Nico Parker play Ellie. Yeah, I... I don't know what's going on with with with, this is all about people's looks and I don't really like doing this, but like I don't know what's going on with Bella Ramsey's face. Like her head is like it's like Barry Bonds. Like
1: it's outgrowing her face. Okay. Hold on. Talking about looks, this is this is twenty five years ago thing where when Mike this is when Mike Tyson was the rage and stuff and mm-hmm. me and my dad would kind of make jokes about him and yeah. my mom actually said about Mike Tyson, "Well, he's handsome when he smiles." <laughs> and we both looked we both looked at her and said, "Come again?
0: What? <laughs> Pardon?" <laughs> you you did you did the Cincinnati, please? <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Cincinnati, you get that joke. But uh, when we have a question, we don't say that, what? Please. We say please. Yeah. Like it's just it's a yeah. Cincinnati thing. Um, nobody yeah. else does it. I get called out for doing it all the time. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's it's it, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but the little bear, I hope she gets more to do because mm-hmm. I, I I think Bella Ramsey's best acting days were when she was ten. <laughs> I won't say that. I don't know. I, I That's what I'm saying. But she was like, yeah. I just kept looking at her like this whole, like throughout this whole show. And I'm
1: like, okay. You can't not see.
0: Well, <laughs> there's that, but it's also like, <sighs> it was so, so much better when you tough. meet
1: her in the game and you don't know anything about her. Yeah. Right. And I was like, going to say yeah. it, and it's Ashley Johnson's performance as, mm-hmm. uh, as her like in that in that role it's so for me it's just so it's one of those things i'll always remember yeah and getting back to the getting to this this series I, I do like because i said it was solid mm-hmm. and there were some issues i i i like even though he's a putz i do tend to like pedro pascal mm-hmm. i i liked him in this role however he is not intimidating oh like when he told the in,
0: firefly if you if you ask me about the darkness, I'm gonna break your
1: jaw. It's like yeah. just just break Joel his jaw is yeah. Joel is an intimidating MF mm-hmm. in the game. Like from the not necessarily from the start. Like but when you meet him 20 years later after everything happened, everything dude do, does like Troy Baker is great the voice actor for this role for Joel in the games. He is just so intimidating, and that's just not Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. like he there's he was absolutely more he was absolutely he was actually intimidating it's over over on martel but not in this i don't know what it is
0: it's and then we he mentioned was running it, around you know. saying you killed her you raped her
1: prepare to die you killed her children prepare to die basically going my name is inigo montoya
0: my name uh is the sand snake <laughs> Oberon yeah. my name is Oberon
1: Montel oh. you killed my yeah. sister
0: you raped her you killed her children prepare to
1: die prepare to die
0: <laughs> no I actually okay so I like me and Puffy Face have a very complicated relationship as in in fandom <laughs> right because it's
1: complicated
0: yeah one I loved him in the ma- in a massive weight of unbearable talent I thought he was great he was, oh, I forgot
1: he was in that. Yeah, he was so like good
0: that. in that, right? And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 it's um, it's like Grunberg, <laughs> um, fucking Greg Grunberg, just you know. Anyway, um, I liked him as Joel. I really liked him as Joel, which I'm like, fuck, <laughs> what? Why? Um, I agree with you. He did not seem uh, intimidating. It's because when we met him, he was a doofus. And yeah, that—that was the any other thing, bit of really. alpha that was in him or should be in him was taken out when his fifteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old daughter is like, "Oh come on, Dad, you're so dominant. I know more than
1: you do. Huh? Yeah, your shirt's like, on backwards. Yeah, it's like, come on. What, no, w- like, where's Jakarta Is that a, yeah. It's like, yeah. Come, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And
0: like he, he was, he was a military vet, him and Tommy, Tommy. Um, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so glad you understand (laughs) how my brain works. Um, I think you're probably a little terrified that you understand how my brain works too. Um, (laughs) like him and Tommy were, are both vets, right? Like we are told, and we get to see it. We get to see it when he when he takes that guard down, but we are told, like, look, you have a special set of skills, and you will hunt whatever down to the end of the earth to save your daughter. Um, but you didn't get to save your daughter, which was that that's the tragedy tragedy here, and that's why you you take on Ellie as your surrogate daughter, um, mm-hmm. showing what we saw of Ellie should have been a flashback. In like the third episode, what we should have got was Mar- the, the scene in the hallway with Marlene handing her off to Joel and saying, you have, you're the only one who can do this. Can you please get her out of here? Um, and then, like, why are you so important? Why did the flyer fireflies have you? Because it says here they're going to go into um, Anna, um, who is Ellie's mom. A little more of her backstory in in flashbacks here who's going to be played by ashley johnson by the way um oh really yeah i didn't know that and so i think that handling it that way would have left some of the agency with joel that he needed to keep does that make sense
1: oh absolutely it does
0: okay um and this is where like I can understand why you did the 3.5. And this is where like I took that little half point off is because it's just another show that did,
1: you know, the dumb, the dumb dad, which again, that's one of those things that bugged me as well. And And like you said, it just as I, one, I did like the scenes between him and his daughter creating that bond between them i did like that i did not like the way they they framed his character right and it, it goes back to what you're just saying about the agency and his alpha na- nature that doesn't mean he, he'd had to be a brooding so- sop because again with joel in the in the movie in the game it was the same way in the sense of he got harder because one you know worldwide fungus that mm-hmm. just killed almost everybody 20 years and he failed to protect his daughter right those two things would 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 absolutely make someone turn to stone and that's right. what we got and you know slowly during the game you see him slowly melt away and and we're going to probably see it here however i just didn't have that man this is an intimidating son of a bitch right here mm-hmm. that and we needed that even though I think Pascal did a great, did a good job with Joel. That's the thing it's as good, as good as he was to me, there was something that that missing aspect of the Joel character that knocked it down. Right. Right. You're right.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think we also got to talk about just how insanely good this show looked. Oh, absolutely. Looked beautiful. Um, I think, uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's one of those shows that, uh, you know, just, just seeing, seeing it the way it is and the way it looked and all of that. Um, (sighs) this is, this is HBO at its finest when it comes to look and feel, um, I honestly wish they would have put a little more care into what the dragons look like in House of the Dragon. Um, oh, absolutely. This is also the uh the second um the second highest premiere of all time behind House of the Dragon, which I think is pretty cool. Um but yeah, so so we'll see. I mean, you know, here's the thing. At the end of the day, um, we still have two episodes to go before I decide if I'm going to keep watching this or not. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um, and if it's it's something that I'm going to continue, like my intention is to try and like it as much as possible. Um, yeah. If it is not something like that, then... The second I I I don't at least enjoy it a little bit, I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm so. a, I'm a hundred percent with you. Just in general with stuff, I I am done. Like hate watching slash holding on, hoping that something will get better. Mm-hmm. Like there's too much out there. There's too much I want to do personally, professionally, and entertainment-wise to to have me watch a show. Five or six or seven episodes saying, hoping it's going to get better. Right. So yeah, that three, like, I love how you did. I mean, you said that a lot, long time ago, or like that three episode, three episode max. Mm -hmm. If they can't get me by the third episode, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not
0: gonna, I'm not going to go through it unless there is a market improvement that somebody who I trust tells me about it. Yes. So plain and simple. Um, all right. So yeah, so definitely check this show out. 100%. Watch it. Enjoy it. It, It's, it's a very good first episode. Um, in my opinion, pilots are typically the worst episode of this, of the entire series. Um, Mm -hmm. save for the episode 33 from Battlestar Galactica and the pilot of supernatural, which I think as far as pilots go, those are the two best. I also think Chuck has a really good pilot. Like the Chuck Pilot could have been just a movie. And it would have been a perfectly enjoyable movie. And we'd have got like three or four 90 minute versions of that movie without having to do five 22 episode seasons or five, on average, 15 episode seasons. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I love Chuck. So um, check this out, watch it, enjoy it. And we'll, we'll, we'll keep – we're going to keep giving it a shot is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I uh, still have concerns, especially with the people behind the – particularly Neil Druckmann, who Neil was Cuchman, behind the first game. Isn't that game, what but, you called him? Neil Druckmann? Yeah. Neil, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. And he, he, he wasn't the main guy behind the first game, but he absolutely was the main guy behind the second game. And the mm-hmm. second game story to me was absolutely trash. Well, so Na- naughty dog I'm should be hoping...
0: naughty bog dogs should be ashamed of themselves with what they did yeah. to to that second yeah. game. and and spoilers, what they did to Joel.
1: yes, uh, absolutely. So. It was horrid. horrid. yeah.
0: so um, but as far as as Neil cuckman, you know, uh he co-wrote the first episode um with Craig Mazan, who's the showrunner um Cuckman is directing the second episode it looks like Mazan is writing all of the episodes except for episode seven which is cuckman so so we'll see
1: like we'll see I like I said I'm I was so, pleasantly surprised with yeah. what we got I was too. and I'm hoping they keep up the quality yeah
0: I like I'm here hoping. how they have Cuckman
1: wrote and directed the video game <laughs> Yeah, there. Well, there was. I, I was actually looking it up mm-hmm. who the guy, main guy was for the first game, and he left. I think he left Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce is it Bruce Straley? He he was part one of the directors. I think that was him that I'm thinking of. But either way, I just don't tr- necessarily trust Druckmann to yeah. keep. Himself about the story and not about making a statement. So let's just put it that way. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it says here the first season will cover the events of the first game and its downloadable expansion, The Last of Us Left Behind. Kuckman and Mazan suggest a second season would immediately cover the sequel um, to avoid filler. Um, though well, Mazan felt part two would require more than one season, um, he does not want the series to overtake the narrative of the games
1: which i actually like that i just again we know what happens in the game and yeah Joel got got yeah and Her kid's it's, got no he got got yeah yeah and anyway it i could go on about this for so many reasons they right. made Joel be stupid in that game so i anyway just focusing on this what we got here I was pleasantly surprised, had a few little things to iron things that I did not I wasn't a fan of. I just hope we get a good story throughout eight episodes or is it ten? It's nine.
0: Nine oh. episodes. What's the difference. Yeah. Okay. Um apparently Maisie Williams was considered for Ellie. As was Caitlin Rochelle so- Deaver, who was um the girl on Justified. You didn't watch Justified. Um she was Tim Allen's daughter on Last Man Standing.
1: Never watched that either, but I think I know who you're talking so, about. Yeah,
0: just she was the she was a little drug dealer. So Okay. So anyway. Cool. Uh, all right. On that note, thank you for putting up with our special brand of nonsense yet again. We appreciate you all. Uh, Dee, any last words?
1: No. Just hopefully this weekend it's a little bit more chill than this week has been.
0: <laughs> well, I'm headed <laughs> to Louisville this weekend to get some delicious Cuban food, so... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, we're heading down um, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, to have dinner. We have a hotel. We're just going to hang out a little over the weekend and uh, come home. Sweet. So Sounds like fun. Yeah, go Bills. I mean, Giants. Really? (laughs) Hey, the Bills have a bone to pick with the Bengals. One of their players well, nearly killed one of their players, according oh my God. <laughs> according to the guy to who Scott. looks like Toe Jam from Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> Bart Scott. Where did his neck go? Where did his chin go? He looks like no, I'm not, I'm sorry, not not Toe Jam and Earl. Earthworm Jim. He looks like Earthworm Jim. Yeah anyway. Um, but I've talked enough about people's looks. I'm fat and out of shape right now. I'm not out of shape, but I'm I'm just carrying more weight because I went through a bulk. But anyway, like I shouldn't be talking about people's looks, but when you know, it's really funny. It makes me laugh. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Actually, I do it more to make Daryl laugh than anything. <laughs> so, oh, um, the Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt. If you guys haven't watched it. It does Uncharted better than Uncharted does. I recommend killing forty uh, an hour and 40 minutes if you're bored.
1: Which is quite hilarious that you said that. Yes. It's better than It's a better Uncharted movie than Uncharted. It, it
0: uncharts Uncharted. <laughs> so, uh, cool. All right. On that note, we'll see you later. Go Giants, go Bengals. Um, that would be a great Super Bowl for Daryl and I. Um, maybe, that would be cool. Maybe we'd live stream it like, and talk about it. That would be cool. Like, do you like we all oh, we do you, like like we're the announcers and we could call the game. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. Anyway, we'll talk to you all later. Have a great weekend. Or great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast. Our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from MeetMichaelHenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.